Hello, hello, hello. My name is Maze, and welcome to the Noise Podcast. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Noise Podcast. Now, this is the first episode that we're recording since actually launching the podcast and since announcing it at the Noise Ministries anniversary concert. So before I do anything else, I just want to say a big thank you to all of you who have listened, who have gone and listened to the first three episodes, or even if you've just listened to one or two of those, thank you very much. And especially for those of you who have subscribed, so you're going to get updated with every new episode. That's awesome. So thank you very much to you. And a special thanks to those of you who have actually messaged to say how much you're enjoying the podcast so far. And that's been really encouraging. I've had messages come as far as America, which is amazing. I've got a friend in America and she messaged me saying that, you know, it's a great way that she can keep in touch and see what's going on. And that was one of my ideas behind the podcast really was that people could keep in touch with Noise Ministries wherever you are in the world. So that's been really encouraging. There was another guy who said, I've been sick in bed this week, but the podcast has cheered me up and lifted my spirits. So that's amazing. So I'm glad the podcast could help in that way. I know we did have, especially on the last episode with Matt, we had a really good laugh. So hopefully, um, yeah, that did make people smile. And then even one of my friends who isn't a Christian uh, said, I'm really enjoying the podcast, although I don't believe the same as you. I find it really interesting to see what you believe and some of the conversations that we've had. And of course, that's another idea is that anyone should be able to listen to this podcast, um, whether you are a Christian or not. And hopefully, as we have these conversations and as we discuss different topics, you'll be able to see what it is we believe and why, and hopefully take something for yourself from that. So thank you very much to all of you. I've had more messages than that and people saying in passing that they're enjoying the podcast and it's been awesome. So thank you very much for that. Now, the only person to actually do what I said from the concert was my friend Kyle. So Kyle, you get a shout out. I did say if you have listened to the three episodes uh, to go on Twitter and to tweet me saying I listened hashtag noise podcast so Kyle you did that so you get a shout out now to be fair one of my sister's friends wanted to do that but I don't think she's got Twitter or any social media so she messaged my sister to tell me that she listened so that's a close second so if if you're listening I think it's Sarah your name is so thank you very much for that I appreciate that so Kyle and Sarah you are the only two that have specifically done what you're told so if you want to shout out on the podcast you're gonna have to follow the rules it's as simple as that you know I'm a fair man if you follow the rules you get a shout out on the podcast so thank you very much to you two especially now you'll notice that there's no Matt he hasn't chirped up today so far I'm actually on my own at the minute all by myself because so I, I often do this, I randomly burst into song and it, it throws my train of thoughts. Anyway, I'm on my own because we've pre, well, this is pre-recorded, but we've pre-pre-recorded an interview for this particular episode. And the reason for this being, um, 
there's a friend of mine, Simon Parry, who we're going to hear an interview with today. And Simon runs a kids ministry called All Stars Kids Club. And this is all to do with music and film and TV and all this awesome media stuff specifically geared towards kids ministry. And that is awesome. So Simon and myself have been working on a project together for the last few weeks and months, which you'll hear about in the interview. Uh, But Simon was over in Wales because he's from England. He lives in England at the minute. He's from Wales, but you'll get all that backstory in a bit. So calm down. Simon was over and we did some recording with different schools and different clubs for this project that we're working on. So we only had a a small window to be able to record for the podcast. Unfortunately, Matt couldn't make that. So we just recorded this interview. And my idea was that we would have a 20 minute chat and I would just slot that interview into the next podcast just as a little section and we'd have a sort of normal podcast around that. Anyway, turns out Simon and I can talk for hours. So what was meant to be 20 minutes turned into almost an hour. So I thought, well, that's enough. And it's actually a really interesting conversation, which I hope you'll enjoy all about this project that we're working on, all about Simon's work and ministry and a little bit of his life. And even going into an album that he wrote about grief and times of grief in his life. And as we've heard, even in the few episodes that we've had so far, you know, the ups and downs of life and how our faith has helped us through that and what we've learned through that. So it's a really interesting conversation that I hope you'll enjoy. And so that's it for me for now. I'm just going to hand you over back to me, back to me in the past. Um, And we're going to have a chat with Simon Parry. He's a great guy um, and you'll hear all about him now. So I do hope you enjoy. So stay tuned. This is an interview with Simon Parry from All Stars Kids Club. So here I am with Simon Parry. We've been stuck together now for the last two days. We have, yes. Pretty, mu- pretty much side by side. In uh, a van. Stuck in a van, going to different places. But we'll talk a little bit more about why exactly we were doing that a bit later on. But how are you doing? You doing I, good? I, I'm really well, thank you. Yes. Uh, we've had a fun few days, haven't we? We have. It's been, yeah, an adventure in Wales and Golden Arches. Yeah, a lot of golden arches. Uh, Simon has been... So tell us where you're from um, and where you live and then we can go into why you're so arches. amazed by the golden arches. Yeah, so I live in a place called Amersham, which is in Buckinghamshire uh, in England. Uh, and that's uh, kind of not far from Watford, High Wycombe. So kind of just off the M25. Yeah, so Simon's over uh, just for a couple of days and we'll explain why later on. But one thing you've noticed about Wales is just the, the vast array of McDonald's compared yes. compared to where you are. Because what do you say? It's an hour to the nearest McDonald's for you? From where we live. Uh, and even on the M4, England side, there's not many. It's Burger King. It is. You get over the bridge and suddenly every junction is McDonald's. And and we, we and were traveling the other day and we saw on the on the road and we were you were desperate for a McDonald's, weren't you? And you were like, yes, there's so many McDonald's. There's one on every junction. Yeah. And then we were like, we, we're going to meet someone on junction 47 on the M4. And as we were going up to the signs, we saw that it was Burger King services. Yes. And our hearts just sank. Yeah. But. Despair. If you didn't know, Junction 47 on the M4, Swansea West, there's a hidden McDonald's just before the services. So yes. that was literally like turning the corner and that sort of 
Glory to God. Uh, Amen. (laughs) Amen. So that was a beautiful moment. And we had a lovely McDonald's. So we've eaten enough McDonald's over the last two days. But so you're here for two days. We'll we'll talk a bit about that later on. But I just first want to talk about your ministry and who you are and what you do day to day. So tell us about Simon Parry and tell us about the ministry that you run and where that came from. Uh, Sure. So uh, I'm... Like I said, I live in Amersham in Buckinghamshire. Uh, I've been a children's pastor for 20 years uh, and kind of started off in Wales, in North Wales. Then we moved to Bournemouth and then London and then to where we are now. Uh, a whole lot of different churches involved with uh, lots of ministries, New Wine, Spring Harvest, Vineyard stuff along the way. And as well as being a kid's pastor, I was a kid's songwriter. So I did lots of songs with lots of projects um, over the years. Uh, and 20 years later... Uh, just felt God call me and my family uh, out of full-time ministry into, well, out of <laughs> church ministry into full-time ministry, uh, not in a church, uh, running this thing called All Stars Kids Club, which is a Christian kids media ministry, uh, yeah, and uh, with a heart to reach kids with the gospel through really cool, fun, funky, creative, uh, and fresh media, basically. So Yeah, and that's awesome. So have you always been drawn to that side of ministry towards um children and young people and and giving them a fresh expression of worship and and yeah. that side of things so you've always been in kids ministry more than adult ministry and that's where you feel most comfortable yeah so always been in kids ministry uh, i've been an assistant pastor i've been a worship pastor i've done all ticked all the boxes but kids ministry is is uh, my heart my calling ever since the age of 13 um i was at an event called easter people which used to meet at easter hence the name uh, with loads of Methodists, and uh, I was on the kids' team at age 13 playing keyboard in the kids' band, and uh, there was a song we sung called I Want to Be Like Jesus, and uh, while singing that song, the leader, Claire, who's a good friend of mine, uh, said to the kids, hey, we're going to sing this song again, and while we sing it, if you want to worship God, then you can do so in any way you want. Raise your hands, kneel down, close your eyes. Um, so I'm playing keyboards, we start singing this song again, uh, and this is five, six, and seven-year-olds in this room. There's about 400 of them. And uh, at 13, I just see all these hundreds of kids worshiping God. They had their hands in the air. There was, kid, there was some kids kneeling. There were kids with their eyes closed, just in awe. And just. And I'd never seen anything like that at that time. Um, and that was the moment I, one of the few moments in my life I've audibly heard God speak to me. Uh, and God said, do you like what you see, Simon? And I'm like, this is... <laughs> And I'm crying, which is not cool when you're 13. No, on a stage. not ideal, yeah. Uh, so I'm crying, and I'm like, God says, do you like what you see? I'm like, this is amazing, God. This is just incredible. And I just heard God say, this is what I'm calling you to do. Yeah. Uh, so from that moment on, I just knew deep, 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 deep down that my calling in life is to reach kids with the gospel through through song and music. And that's what I've done. So I've been the kids pastor, so I've done the rotors and cleaned up the sick and the vomit and the snot. I've done all that, all the stuff that goes with being a kid's pastor, you know, often underpaid and all, you know, all that working stupid hours and stuff. Um, but alongside that has always been writing songs and just being creative with others and encouraging others to be creative. And uh, because, you know, we don't, kids ministry, we don't worship a watered down God in kids ministry. It's the same Lord that we worship in the main venue or yeah. you know, in the massive churches, yeah. the festivals or the little chapel tucked away when there's three children. It's the same Lord. We, it's the same God, the same power. And so for kids, you know, I want to see kids uh, engage and able to sing songs that they understand that's written for them and by them where they can worship God. So, so yeah, so kids worship, kids ministry is my thing. If I was a stick of rock and you cut me in half, it would say 
kids ministry yeah. and, and McDonald's next yeah, to it. Yeah, but it would. It would take a lot of Big Macs in there yeah. as well. Um, but no, but that's really cool. So tell me a bit more about uh, All Stars, All Stars Kids Club and where that came from. So you, like you say, you've been in kids ministry and it's amazing that you felt that calling from the age of 13. That's yeah. insane. And that's, that's awesome crazy. <laughs> that you sort of knew what you wanted to do even then. And that's great because as soon as you've got that passion and that vision, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Then you can just gear everything towards that. So you've worked as a as a, past, a kids pastor and a worship pastor, but where did this all-star kids club come from? Because to start with, this was a, a side sort of project for you. That's right. That yeah. you were doing as well as doing your pastoral work. So yeah. wh- why did that start? What was it that you were seeing that I need to start something else outside of my main work? Um, and how did that then develop into what it is today? So uh, so 2009, I was a kids pastor in a church in London and uh, had done loads of music with Vineyard and loads of other people and seen, you know, loads of kids worship um, and lots of people doing it. Lots of the, you know, well-known kids, Ishmael, Dougie, Doug, Doug, all these people that have been around for, well, decades, you know, years and years and years. And they're amazing, awesome legends. They're complete, um, amazing guys. Um, but there were less and less... Uh, new songs being released, less and less ministries were doing kids' worship and kids' resources. And often resources that were out were, you know, a bit tired or just rehashed yeah. from <laughs> years before. So uh, I just felt like um, I didn't want this to be like the last nail in the coffin. That th- Is this it? This is where it's going to you know, trickle away. So it was very much, I want to be, you know, I want to be part of something that enables kids' stuff to continue and to grow and to be fresh and um, so just felt God lay this on my heart. So All Stars Kids Club in 2009 began as a magazine, uh, uh, which I thought would be great. And it turns out it's the only magazine of its kind in the UK. And, it, and since then, it's actually one of the only magazines of its kind on planet Earth. So that's kind of crazy. So we've done 17 issues of that over the years and just over 150,000 copies have gone out free to wow. kids all over the that's UK yeah. and parts of the US. So that's crazy. So it was a magazine and then that developed into creating kids worship projects so i did some albums on on the kind of the the brand the label the ministry and then that then in 2012 became tv content when tbn launched in the uk so we did some stuff for them um meanwhile being a kids pastor at the same time yeah so kind that, of, that's insane so full-time job and we now have three kids at the time we had two so you know husband uh and a father and then between like the, the hours of 10 p.m and 2 a.m i'd be up writing songs editing videos wow designing magazines and stuff and that went on for years and years and years and god was a really god was faithful it was amazing stuff that happened opportunities and then in march march two years ago we just felt god say to step out and do this full time so we left i left my job uh and we don't live in a cheap area you know like god could have called us further up north where yeah houses are cheaper could have called it in south wales well yeah he still might he still might you never know but you know <laughs> places that are a little bit more financially manageable than in buckinghamshire where yeah. we live but god that's where god's put us um, and yes, yeah, so we call us to step out and f- do this full time. So two years ago, we stepped down in faith. Uh, you know, we've worked for a church all my life, so we don't own a house, we don't have savings, uh, and here we are living in an expensive area, uh, completely by faith. And that was two years ago, and we're still there. And uh, you know, our rents paid. We're able to run a car. We have three kids, uh, and in the last two years, we've done more travel for ministry and released more content. And um, it's been bonkers. It doesn't make sense, but. God's been amazing and, uh, you know, we've been able to reach hundreds of thousands of children around the world um, through our app, our website, music, magazines, TV content. Um, and yeah, just excited to see that grow and, and, and obviously now 
kind of seep into Wales and that's another conversation but yeah that's what All Stars is and that's um, what we're doing and, and excited and, and, and God's been great and we're excited for this next year and uh, you know God's provided the most bizarre things in the most crazy ways and so you know at the moment my faith level is pretty high so there's stuff on my list I'm like God you can do that very easily and so we got some big things we're praying for and um and also for me you know a key thing to me is yes it's great to grow ministry but i'm passionate to see uh, others raised up to do it mm. you know when i was 19 yeah that's important the guys well. at vineyard music said "Sai, we like your songs we mm. want to invest in you and these songs are now sung all over the world years later and mm. even recently in you know massive venues i'm like that's a song i wrote when i was 19 yeah. you know um so my heart is very much to raise up new new people that have a heart for kids that um to release them and empower them to write stuff or create stuff for children that's jesus filled because uh there's not enough and we need more that's amazing and the the thing you said about living by faith you've you've been doing this basically completely living by faith for two years now yeah. um and some of the stories that you've told me over the last few weeks and months are just awesome uh how god has just provided everything you need and for those of you that don't know this thing about living by faith is just living and trusting that god will provide what you need so you're doing god's work you feel like this is what god called me to do and if that is true then god will provide what i need because like you were saying you were doing all this stuff and having a job at the same time and i guess god was telling you right chill out you need to concentrate on this side of things i'm going to pro- provide for you yeah and two years on you're saying that he's been completely faithful uh and some of the stories you've told me are just immense can you think of just one example i mean there's hundreds but there's, there's c- loads c- what's what because i know you could go on but just give me one yeah. for now for, for time purposes yeah uh, how I mean, god has just provided like supernaturally for you and your family yeah I, I, there are there are literally are dozens and dozens of everything from shopping to you know i mean most recently <laughs> someone gave us money to buy a car yeah, yeah. cars on its last legs and that just blew us away you know not someone giving us a car it's like here's some money to go and choose a car um uh i mean we, yeah we've been when we stepped out in faith you know we live in a we rent a small house in amersham uh, and i'm like god how am i gonna do this how am i gonna film tv episodes and record music and where we don't have space in our house it's too small for our family never mind you know a whole running a ministry from uh and there's no money and you know uh, and a church down the road from us um who w- we don't attend the church but we're friends with people at the church uh, and they're a small elderly congregation but they have a real heart to reach uh families and a real missionary you know uh passion and they were like "Sai, we we love what you're doing and we want to encourage you uh, so behind us is the old parsonage uh i'm like okay it's a four bedroom parsonage with an 80 foot garden uh we'd like you to use it for free I'm like, I'm sorry. And so I'd be praying. I mean, before we stepped out, I was like, God, can you provide a garage space? Someone with a garage or just a shed that I could use to have a desk. Uh, And basically conversation happened. And within a week uh, of having that conversation and the day we stepped out, the 1st of March, um, I had the key to this four bedroom building, this house, detached house (laughs) with loads of parking because it's at the back of the church to use for this ministry. Uh, and the plan is that they're going to knock it down in a couple of years time when they rebuild the church but until then it's mine to use for free so i pay the gas and electric bill and often god provides for that too which is bonkers so you know we're stepping out of faith and suddenly i have a building a whole building yeah just for this so amazing and because they're knocking it down it's quite an old building like we've been able to build sets and drill into the walls and 
put stuff on the floor and they're like, it's great. It's, it's mission, it's ministry, you go for it. So so from that tiny, well, not so tiny, but that house tucked away behind the church, you know, there's content and worship and music and TV stuff that's gone to the nations from this little house in Amersham. Yeah. <laughs> but no one knows where it is. It's tucked away. You delivery men can't find this house because it's, it's tucked away. And it's crazy. And like, I did, I struggled to find it when I came down yeah, to yeah. record some stuff with you. Uh, but it's tucked away. But again, amazing. And th- like I say, that's just one example of how God's provided. Um, but there are so, so many. So just to encourage people, you know, to increase your faith that, you know, if God's called you, God will equip you. And, you know, I've got a guy sitting opposite me here that is testament to that and he could have stories upon stories which i've heard of god's Sorry. <laughs> incredible provision no i i, I enjoy it Don't lots worry. of stories uh, lots of stories but it is incredible and god is alive today he is faithful and he does provide for his people and those who have given themselves wholeheartedly to following him and he does provide what we need so that's amazing but anyway moving things on want to talk about why you're here and you talked about yeah, i came over to you another time yeah why are you here what are you doing here uh, but basically obviously you live in amazon buckinghamshire but you were originally lived in wales yeah from when you were a boy and yeah. all the way up really till you were 18 yeah so my dad's welsh we moved we moved back here when i was four and a half uh and so school was basically welsh primary school so i grew up uh in place called Denby up in North Wales. So I went to primary school, uh, a school to Moranant, which is a Welsh school. And then they went to Welsh high school. So I did all my education in Welsh. And then at 18, my dad moved to Bournemouth to Bible College. So we moved with him. And that was kind of like the door closed in Wales for me. We all moved as a family and that was it. So from that point on, didn't really have an opportunity or reason to speak Welsh because I'm living in England. Yeah, exactly. So, so um so that was it and that was, you know, 19 odd years ago. Yeah, but something has obviously stayed with you from that and you've still got this heart for Wales because you were talking then about everything you've done with All Stars, all these songs that you've written, all this awesome kids worship stuff in English which everyone can go listen to on Spotify and YouTube and Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff, go follow All Stars Kids Club and you can hear all these awesome songs. But you're living in Amersham and, well, this is how we got to know one another first off is um, through a guy called Arvon Jones, who's amazing, who does a lot of stuff through Welsh. And I was starting to do more Welsh language stuff and Arvon was sharing this and you then got in touch with me and Simon does this, he just contacts anyone (laughs) and i love that about you so i just get this message and he's like oh can we chat and well you skyped me and you talked about this welsh language project that you wanted to do that was on your heart and would i be up for singing on it and incredible this guy who's living in buckinghamshire wants to do this welsh language thing kids worship which nobody's doing in wales and so i was totally keen to be a part of this but where did that idea and heart come from? How did you know that that was needed, and what made you think, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this. I'm gonna commit to making a Welsh language kids worship album." Where did that come from? That's that really interesting for me and completely bonkers. Uh, yeah. Um, so you know, over the years doing kids worship, you know, I've, I've seen you know churches that are, uh, have loads of resources, churches that have no resources, and just the need for songs for children uh, and fresh songs because you know people sing songs from the 1980s which are great but yeah there's also some newer stuff that, you i know, agree um uh, and i think for me you know 
growing up in Wales, you know, my 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 parents plighted the church in Wales, and you know, Wales has never left my heart. You know, I, I my dad's Welsh, and and you know, there's just I I just believe God has left something in Wales in my heart, and over the years, I've always just you know, doing all these kids stuff and kids events in English, and it's great. And I've I've often thought, but God, what's it like in Wales? What's happening there? You know, and and growing up, we went to Spring Harvest in Portelli, and we've done you know Welsh conferences and stuff, and and often there's just there's not a lot for kids. Mm. Um, and so you know, two years ago, stepping out in faith, I just one of the things on my list of things I thought God prompted me to do was a Welsh kids resource, a worship resource, which is ridiculous. I live in Amersham. I haven't spoken Welsh for twenty years. Yeah. Um, uh, but at that point I had asked Arvon to look at translating some of my kids songs which yeah. he had done so I had those and they've just been sat there for a long time I'm like just praying over it and like God when's the right time and who's the right people to speak to and um, and yeah and then just literally you know and then uh, Sound of Wales brought some music out and that really blessed me and encouraged me and, and I listened to that and just burst into tears and I'm like why am I crying yes it's beautiful but Lord why am I why am I crying and every time there was certain songs, I just play, I just start weeping. And I was just, just like, I'm, I, "What am I crying?" I, I just felt my heart was breaking for the kids in Wales, you yeah. know, basically. Uh, and I've done chapel growing up, and you know, I remember the chapel I went to. There was a Mr. Griffiths used to pick us up in his three wheeler. He had massive hairy ears, uh, and we'd go to the chapel and we go to chapel. <laughs> and I think it was Moira, or I can't remember the lady's name. She was really old as well, and she used to play the organ and she'd pump away with her legs. I mean, she had thighs like her. She was be so fit. She was <laughs> pumping that organ, doing, you know, all these hymns and children's songs and stuff. So that's what I remember. Yeah. Um, and in a lot of places, that hasn't changed a lot, you know, in terms of Sunday school that's and, true, and yeah. church. So anyway, jumping forward, two years, you know, stepping out doing this, just felt that was something to have on my list. Time goes by, we're praying about it, have these songs. And like you said, on Facebook, I, f- I, I see the stuff you're doing and there's this young guy in Wales who is writing new stuff, has a heart for Wales and heart for reaching people. And... Um, and like you said, I just, I just, I just call people and message people out the blue. Hey, do you want to do a project? Hey, should we do this? And you said yes, and we talked, and then you came over. Um, and so yeah, so the last year, I mean, when you were you were over in October, weren't you? Yeah, was it October. About then, yeah. So you know, since then, it's just been this uh, crazy. God, how is this going to work? How am I going to fund this? How are we going to release it? Where's it going to go? Who's going to be on it? How are we going to make it work? And you know, when I talk to people, they're like, "You're doing what? A Welsh-speaking children's album?" A worship, a Christian one, yeah, yeah, and they're like, "What is there a market? Who's going to buy it?" And I'm like, you know what? I doesn't bother me. I'm like, I just feel God has put this in my heart. And fast forward to now, and here we are, and we've just recorded hundreds of kids singing. We've had uh, just so much interest in it and excitement for this project, and and uh, and yeah, I, I, and here we are, and I'm hoping to launch it next month at, at an event called Thanu in April. Yeah. Um, and my prayer is yes, this this music will be used in schools and churches and chapels all over the nation. That's great. But also that it will be the start of something to stir something fresh and, and people writing and that people who are writing might be encouraged. Like, Oh wow, there is something happening. And, um, and for me, it's not about my name. It's not about my songs. It's not about even all stars kids club. And like, if this is the one and only thing we do that means other people will step up and new stuff's released and birth, then, you know what? I'm like, I've done my job, game over. I'm happy man, you know? Yeah. Um, but obviously I'd like to be involved with stuff going forward because I, I love course, it. Of course, um, yeah. But, you know, for me, it's just, I just want to, I just, yes, yeah, want to see something happen. And, um, you know, and Wales is, for me, Wales is home for me, you know? like 
Yeah, we don't of course. Live here. And, and as a family, we don't feel called to Wales yet or, you know, but that might change. But for me, you know, Wales, when I, every time I drive over the border, I'm in Wales, I'm like, it just feels like, oh, this is home. And now you have all these McDonald's. Which I, just, I was going to say, is I the, icing on, the, the icing on the cake. Yeah, that might just be the McDonald's. But <laughs> this project is really exciting and I've, We've had a lot of fun uh, doing this and yeah. recording this. And the the songs are really, really good. And what I love about it is they're really, really well produced. Uh, you know, you've had some professional musicians, session musicians, um, putting things down on these tracks. Um, we've got strings from a guy in Nashville. Yeah, like, amazing. On it. Yeah, it's bonkers. Absolutely. It is mad. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be really good. And there is this buzz about it. And I hope that, you know, God does use it to just get kids excited about church again to think wow there's there's good music there's good new music coming out and, and it's very it's very different like it's very you know very different <laughs> track one is gonna blow your little speakers in terms yeah. of like it, there's rock there's pop there's it's just like power chords like, it reminds me of like blink 182 <laughs> with some of the songs i'm like what's going on and then there's like a, a country sounding one and then yeah. there's really this nice slow one on piano so the album uh the ep is called cariad maur do yes which means uh, God's big, big the love. big love of God or the God's yeah. big love um, because Simon obviously hasn't spoken well for 20 years so I wind him up sometimes and he'll say I just it, that title is right isn't it Carried Mount Dew I'm like um, love God big I don't know so it seems a bit odd and, he's, and I'm like no um, it's really great and it says it all it says what it's about it's just sharing God's love which is massive for all of us and like Simon said yesterday we were going into schools and the kids were awesome, and they're going to be on the CD. They yeah. were super excited about being on Spotify. They were like, yeah. we're going to be on Spotify. They couldn't believe it. So we got the kids on here, um, and I'm singing on some of the tracks. And we uh, were earlier on today uh, with a woman called Angharad, and she's gonna she's done a few female vocals on some of the songs and some harmonies, which again was amazing. She's got a brilliant voice. Yeah. Um, and... It's just, it's all coming together now. So it's on you now, Sai, to go and mix this and get it ready in time, which you will. And Absolutely. It'll be and <laughs> yeah, it's going to be amazing. So we're really excited about this. So um, go and look on the All Stars Kids Club page. Uh, the artwork is there already, which looks amazing. And in a couple of weeks, um, end of April, hopefully, the songs will be out on Spotify and you can buy the CD for you to listen to especially if you're welsh speaking part of a welsh church or maybe your kids go to a welsh language school they'd be awesome for them they will um, be and it was great yesterday at the, at the school uh you know one of the songs that uh, has been translated is come on and dance and i love uh, that one and yeah you know, that's i that's the song i wrote when i was 19 uh from the great big god albums but from to for me to stand there and see 350 children with you leading it was fantastic, but the fact they've all learned this new song for them—it's brand new song. Um, for, so for me, I'm encouraged that this song has a whole new lease of life in a language. Yeah, where they, they, these kids were—they were laughing, they were dancing. The teachers—it was just this complete joy in this school, seeing these kids sing this song about you know God love you know about God loving us and just to have fun in God's presence. And it was cool. And like, it was just amazing. It and was that's really one cool. school. So. Yeah, we, we certainly weren't expecting to lead an assembly, were we? When no, we originally went in. Um, so Derek, if you're listening, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> so this is a, <laughs> this guy who does assemblies in this school and he took us in and then he was like, oh, well, while you're here, you can, you can take the assembly and just teach them this song. So we were like, yeah. oh, 
okay thanks for so that. that was good fun so they but like you simon said they were dancing they were singing they were laughing so good to see um it was amazing so we're really excited about this project and that's the reason simon's here but i thought you know not letting you go without coming on the podcast to chat about your ministry and all that you're up to um there's one other thing that i just want to chat about um before this album you released uh, a album that really is an interesting uh, idea an interesting concept you made an album on grief yeah. but for children um that's not something i've seen before so again from your perspective and your heart where where did that one come from because this just seems like something strange but you don't I guess grief we think of as adults, but for children, I don't see many resources out yeah, there for no. kids who are dealing with, you know, really, really hard truth and really a lot of heartbreak. So how did that come about? So that came about. So having been a kids pastor for, you know, a long time, you know, I've I've been involved and in led services and funerals for children who've lost parents and parents who've lost children. And it's heartbreaking. You know, it's just it's one of the toughest things to do. Um especially if there's been a relationship, you know, you know the family, you know the kids, or you know the parents who've, who've gone. Um, so that's always been a challenge. And, you know, what do you say? What do you give them uh, to, be, to to try and be a, something of a small help in that in their, this journey of grief they're going through? And there isn't a lot of stuff. Um, you know, and music is so powerful. Mm. Uh, and I've often thought, you know, yes, there's some secular songs, you know, well-known songs that people play at funerals or might listen to. And, um, and there's a few worship songs too that, would fit that but in terms of for kids there wasn't a lot or anything that i could give to a child and say here's some songs that might help you through this season or just something you can listen to and cry with or just remember things through and um and for me and then in 20 2011 uh my mum passed away she had motor neuron disease um and uh you know for me it was like when she died i was i find it really difficult for my faith it was a real challenge um, but also it felt like I was 10 again. It's like, I miss my mum. Mm. Like, you know, and every so often, you know, like a few weeks ago, Sarah, my wife and I were in John Lewis and we'll go and have a coffee. And, and there was a lady there with her, her mum, an older lady with her mum. So her mum was fairly old and she was like, should we grab coffee, mum? Yes, that'd be lovely. And I just stood there and just felt like, man, I miss that. I yeah. miss that. I can't just take my mum for a coffee because mm. that's something we would so do. And now at this stage of life, I would have done that as often as I could, you know, mm. and, um, so it, it really felt, you know, for me, I'm like, what music's so powerful to me. I'm like, what is, what can I listen to? Just, you know, and there's some Josh Groban songs that, you know, oh, they are very heart wrenching, tear jerking. Kind of. um, so anyway, through that season, just like, you know, and again, it was one of these things on my list. I just felt God prompt that years ago, like just to have some music for kids um, that isn't necessarily overtly Christian. Most of the album is, you know, mentions Jesus and God and, uh, you know, Jesus, please hold my heart because it's broken and God, mm. I need you in this moment. And so, you know, but songs, a few songs that are fairly uh, neutral in terms of like faith and, but I have a resource that kids can listen to that ultimately would lead them to Jesus, you know, would direct them to Jesus and say, Jesus is there for you. Um, so yeah, so that happened. So, um, and that, another crazy story. So that, that was on my heart and I was able to go to Nashville for a conference in October, 2017. Um, the, God completely enabled me to do that. And um, a friend of mine had worked with a guy called Tyler Smith, who's Michael W. Smith's son, mm -hmm. you know, fairly well-known dude. And he was yeah. son Tyler. He's an amazing musician and composes music and stuff. Uh, and I managed to have a coffee with him 
at a coffee shop in Franklin, Tennessee. And, and we sat down and it was like, hey, Tyler, dude, I've got this crazy thing, right? I want to do this album of songs about grief and loss for kids. And he was like, wow. I'm like, I know it's nuts. I got no money, no budget, but I'd love you to help score the music and strings. And he was like, man, I'd love to just, I just believe God's in this. So that was the October. And I'm like, I'd be looking, I was looking at a budget of 15,000 to get this project, which for albums is not a lot, but for a Christian album and a kid's album, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's not been done. You know, that doesn't happen for kids projects. Anyway, that was the October. In the January, I was back in Nashville and God provided a chunk of that income to cover the costs. And we're back in the studio in Franklin and we're recording these songs with people from all over the world. So Hillsong Kids are on it. There's uh, Yancey's on it. Michael, uh, not Michael Smith, we did it in his studio. There's guys from Vineyard on it. There's guys from all these artists involved in this project. Um, and uh, and it's just, it's amazing just how God has, you know, in that short space of time enabled this to happen. Um, and yeah, it's songs about grief and loss. But, but... Yeah, I mean, I've I've wept through it many times, and you know, and it's it's so wonderful to hear stories from people that have, have listened to it, and a particular a particular song has touched them mm. or their family, and uh, and one of the songs on YouTube has had just a crazy amount of views, and I had messages from people of all faiths. Like there was this lady who has a uh, Islamic YouTube channel, and she was like, "Could I please feature this? Because we played it at my father's funeral." I'm like, "Seriously? <laughs> That's yes." You know, I mean, this particular song is about remembering somebody and that, that, that they're in heaven with God. So, you know, it kind of overlaps, I guess, faith yeah, to faith, point, yeah. you know. But the fact that, that that song that was written, and actually I wrote that for my mum, that it's called I Will Remember. Um, but that song has been used all over the place. And it's incredible that, you know, that that song was written from that place of missing somebody, but also that knowing they're in heaven with Jesus and, you know, that, that faith and that belief and that people are using that song. So... Yeah, so that happened, which yeah. is uh, crazy. And it's called Home. And uh, uh, yeah, and it's, it's just bonkers. I mean, the guy who mixed it, he, he mixes stuff for Sheryl Crow. I mean, that's that's like... <laughs> yeah, when you were telling me about like, everyone you've got on this album and in, you've re been recording in Nashville and in Michael W. Smith's studio, yeah. I'm like, that is unbelievable. But again, God gave you a vision. Yeah. And God provided everything you needed. And again, it's just so faith building to know that God calls you to something, you're going to do it. God's going to provide. And yeah. you're living proof of that. And I really do recommend that album. I've listened to it on Spotify. It's called Home uh, by All Stars Kids Club. And, you know, especially, we've all been through times of grief, whether that's your grandparent or just a breakup or... Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's not just death, you know. Yeah. Grief is, you know, your family split up, your parents divorce, or yeah. you've best friend moves away you, you grieve that it's not just death it's like a loss yeah and you know and these songs very much speak into you know that when your heart's broken whether it's through someone yeah dying passing away or moving away or just yeah and it, it really is you know? a touching a lot of these songs just really touched me when i think of different times in my life so uh i do recommend that to go and listen to home by all stars kids club um just briefly because you you mentioned your mother then and you were writing a lot of these songs from personal yeah. really personal place of grief and really struggling and we were just chatting earlier on just in the van on the way back from recording and you told me about that time and you write all these you know you've been a kid's pastor for all these years writing all these amazing fun songs about god and god's love but one of the hardest times in your life of course when with your your mother passing she wasn't old you said that that is the time where 
your faith really got shaken yeah. or and and put to the test i guess um so just tell me a little bit about that because uh, on the last episode of the podcast this podcast is pretty brand new but uh, we had a guy called matt bayless and we talked about he was 23 years old and he got cancer and i i said about how we're christians it, it doesn't mean that we're, we're exempt from the trials of life the hardships of life and you know losing a parent at that young age is one of the hardest things that that we can go through losing a part of our family so it, you said it, it, it shook your faith so how did it shake your faith what were you thinking what what were you saying to god at this point and, and how did you come through that um, sure. because uh, it's just really hopefully will if we're going through that we're going through a tough time i hope that you'll be able to speak into how you're like what's come from that um and in the end how we might have even you know built your faith so just t- tell me a little bit about that journey yeah so uh so my mum had uh uh she was diagnosed with motor neuron disease mnd which of course there's no cure for and no. um uh you know there's different st- strands of it so you know stephen hawkins has one strand or had a strand um uh and then what mum had was you know she had a very limited time left to live um and so, you know, but growing up, my mum, you know, was the, you know, the most godly person I knew, you know. Yeah. When we went through financial trials as a family, we had nothing. Somehow she made stuff work and she trusted God for stuff. And I remember coming home once, we we lost the house. We moved into a council flat for a time and things were really, really tight. Um, you know, I walked in from school, mum had this box of food. I'm like, oh, wow, mum, is that, have we been given some food? No, no, we're giving this away. And I'm like, what? <laughs> hang on, we don't have any money, we're tight. But she was like, no, we're, we're blessing this to another family because we've been blessed with some stuff. And that was my mum. She would just she would give stuff away. She was just, you know, she she was a, a woman of God and I just so admired her. Um, and so fast forwarding to, you know, when she got diagnosed and, you know, we were praying and believing God would heal her, you know, and, mm. and she got worse and worse and worse and then she couldn't speak and she couldn't eat and all this stuff that happens when you have that disease. Um, and it was really difficult, you know. She On the machine one night, I remember her typing because she couldn't speak anymore. So her machine spoke for her and the machine said, you know, I've, I've asked God for five years to see my grandchildren grow up a bit. And I remember just sat there weeping. I'm like, God, th- this is what my mom's asking. You know, she served you and loved you and been faithful to you for years through all yeah. kinds of difficulties of family and ups and downs we had, you know, you were constant in her life. And, and, um, and yeah, you know, that prayer wasn't answered and uh, she died not long after that. And, uh, um, yeah, and that was, for me, the first time my faith had been really rocked. You know, we'd gone through lots of stuff as a family, financial stuff and illnesses and, you know, grandparents dying, all this stuff that lots of families go through. Um, but for me, it was like, but God, you move, you can move mountains, you can part seas. It says in the Bible, all this stuff, and you, we believe this and we trust you for this. And all my mum has asked is for that extra few years to see, you know, her young grandchildren grow up, Noah and Millie, and, and, uh, and that didn't happen. And that really sh- shook my faith. Uh, and so after she passed away i found it really difficult um well you know to face god but just to talk to god i'm like mm. i can't believe you didn't hear that prayer you know we didn't ask for a lot you know <laughs> is it that difficult to heal somebody when you can part a sea an ocean yeah. and ocean and do you know um but he chose not to or and and for me that was really difficult so uh i probably spent 12 14 months of just not in a good place with god you know i just couldn't say grace at dinner i wouldn't go to church um, but the weird thing was, like I was saying earlier, um, that as angry as I was with God and frustrated and annoyed and let down, deep down, I just knew God was there. 
And that, I think, made it worse because it's like, uh, you know, I'm trying to be angry with you, but I know you love me. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I can't, ah, you just, I could <laughs> shift it like deep down, I know you're there, but I'm still angry with you. And, um, but looking, I mean, yeah, you know, lots of prayer, lots of time and, um, and lots of music and just uh, looking back now, you know, I, 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 I saw how I can see now what God did for that season mm. of my relationship with my dad, how that blossomed to something so special. Um, uh, and as a family, uh, and even with the nurses and the staff that got spoke to and, and moved by God through my parents and how they were. And, uh, so it's incredible to see, you know, what God did do in that time. And, uh, and obviously, you know, she's in glory. She's having a great time. Uh, she couldn't sing a note. She was tone deaf, but she loved singing. It would drive us nuts. So I'm like, well, at least God's now blessed with that in heaven. <laughs> she loved to sing out of So she's up there doing that to her heart's content. And that's great. Um, but, you know, I don't know. You know, she's, I know where she is and I'll, we'll see her again. And, that, and that's awesome. And um, But yeah, but it was really tough. But, you know, and from that time came a lot of these songs that I wrote that were now yeah. the home album, just like, you know. Which have blessed so many people now. Yeah. And for me, you know, it was stuff, it was, uh, yeah, you know, remembering those frosty school days in Pristatin, walking to school and, and you know, all the stuff that we do, the little stuff that I remember so clearly of mum. But but I know I'll see you again. I know you're of the angels. You're in heaven with God. And um, so, yeah, so it isn't always easy being on this, this path at all. Um, no. But like I said today, you know, that uh, I often wonder how do people do this life without anything to hold on to? to if you've got no faith at all, yeah. not, not even a strand of... Mm. You know, how do you do it? You know, it's it's tough when you have, when you believe something. Yeah. And for me, it was tough. Like I was, you know, I would go for drives and walk along the beach and just scream and yell because I'm just like, I'm so angry, God, that you took my mom. And, um, but yeah, but deep down knowing, but I know you're there. I know you have a plan. I know you have a plan for me and my family and there's a reason for this. And, and you know, and from that, like I said, relationships and family life is so different. And from that have come these songs and music that have touched many, many people. And, and also, you know, to be in a place now that I can share with people and I can, I understand, you know, and even, even down to, you know, an old school friend on Facebook who I haven't seen for years, whose mum's going through the same illness. And I just felt like prompted to send in a message. So I sent a message. I'm like, I don't know where he stands with faith or not. I'm like, but dude, I'm just praying for you. Whatever that means, I'm praying for you. And he replied like, thank you so much. Like yeah. that means a lot that you're praying for me and my family. And and, and again, and you this know? is what we said with Matt, you would not have had that place to speak yeah. into his life had you not gone through what you've gone through. Um, and, and we mentioned uh, just in the van on the way back, didn't we, about that verse that, that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. And that's so easy for us to say when things are going well like yeah. oh you know romans eight twenty eight, god's using this for good but even those times where the hardest times in our lives i mean you look back now and and seeing how how god has used it and grown you and and i look back at the the horrible awful awful times in my life where it's just felt like hell and even then god has used it and i'm able to speak into people's life that i wouldn't have had the position to do otherwise and, and there's also been like you know in the in the life we're living now living by faith you know as yeah a, as a dad and a husband you know you have often feel this responsibility to yeah. provide and scary to, you know head the household and to make sure everyone's there's food on the table and and you know when you're living by faith often that there's there's no money you know and we've been to the point 
again, a real test of your faith. Like the rent is due. We can't afford any food and there's no money in the bank. And we got two days before we have to pay the rent. And I'm like, and I'm like, God, what do I do? I'm the dad, the husband. I have no money. I can't make this work. It's just like, it's up to you. I'm trusting you that you'll do whatever you can do or you need to do because I've got nothing, you know? And it's tough because I'm a guy, but at the same time, I'm like, but actually to be broken before the Lord and just say, Mm. Lord, I'm nothing without you. I can't, unless I'm selling kidney on eBay, like there's nothing I can do to fix this. I need to trust you. And, And that's happened a lot over the last two years. And, you know, I've had to learn like actually this pride thing about I'm the man, I'm the husband, I'm the, you know what, actually God's my father and he has got this. And, and when we've been that place, you know, stuff happens and we've even, <laughs> even one morning we were saying, we're thanking God for the government <laughs> because they, there was a back payment they hadn't made on some, some tax thing that they got paid in and they paid our rent. And we're like, God, thank you for oh, the government yeah. making a mistake on this time, you know. <laughs> Because, and I'm like, why? God can use any means. You know, he it, can. It's a back payment that was due and that's, here you go, here's what you need. And it paid our rent. And we're like, wow. And yeah. then we did somebody else that we scraped and scraped, we scraped every penny to pay the rent one month. And then the following day, somebody said, oh, I'd like to give you a gift for the rent. And I'm like, seriously? A day after we just about, we borrowed money from family. You could have given us that, oh God, why a day late? And Sarah was like, but the thing is, we've just paid the rent and now that's the next payment done so god's seen us through for the next six months i'm like oh yeah actually god knew that like yeah and and it's little stuff that yeah when you see god do that you just okay even in the you know the times of grief but even the times of just frustration or go what would i do i can't afford this i can't Mm. fix this i can't it's just like you know actually i'm gonna just lay it down and trust you god because yeah i can't do this on my own that's it and and uh on on my upcoming ep i wrote a song called break me like you literally said about being broken before God. It's yeah. literally that. Just, uh, I've got nothing left. But in those times, God is shaping you to become more like Christ and more like Jesus. And, you know, when you pray that prayer, God, make me more like you. It's a dangerous prayer. Yeah. Because you read about what Jesus had to go through. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not comfortable and yeah. it hurts. And sometimes God has to just get rid of our pride, um, just humble us so we can be become more like jesus and is that scripture uh, that graham kendrick uses in in his song um all i once held dear and he's uh, to know the the power of your risen life and we think yes we all want that we want the power of his risen life and then it goes on to say but to know you in your sufferings and we go oh i yeah. don't know about that can i can <laughs> i just that, yeah. can i just have the power the and, nice bits. And, and and just leave the suffering but yeah. if we want to truly know christ we have to know him all of him and the suffering and the hard times. And it's great that you've been able to to write songs out of that. And, and like myself, as a songwriter, you you use that and to speak into other people's lives. But that's that's really great to to hear that from you and that you're, you know, all the good that's come out of it as hard as it was. But the the one word that came to my mind as you were talking is this thing about hope that you know where your mother is. That's incredible. That you know she's fully healed. Um, that she's with the Lord, that she's full of joy, she's in a place of perfect peace, and that you're going to see her again one day. Yeah. And, and, and you, the funny thing is, uh, when we, uh, when I felt God put home on my heart, the, the plan is to do a follow-up album called Hope. Okay. So there's Home, which is about, you know, the person you're missing is, you know, if it's death, and you know, then you, you hope you believe in that home. Yeah. The home of the Lord. Absolutely. You know? But actually, the album to follow that is hope that there's right. 
hope to continue, hope for the future, hope having, you know, you've gone through this loss and this sadness, but actually there is hope as well. Absolutely. So, um, and you've got that hope now. And yeah. this, it's, but it's more than a hope. It's, it's a sure hope. It's an it's assurance. You know 100% where your mother is and you know because you're in Jesus that you're going there one day. And oh, there's on that home album, there's a beautiful, I think it's a, a bridge in uh, Moment Away. Mm-hmm. It says something about that you're going to show me around heaven or something there's a line yeah and that that one touched me when i think of like my relatives who i know are in heaven and just imagine them like oh welcome like yeah, yeah. look at where i've been and yeah one day you awesome this one place day is. you'll get to show me heaven in all its beauty oh yeah that, for me that's mum it gives like, me goosebumps now thinking yeah. about that line and yeah your mother showing you yeah. look at look at what who god is in his all his glory and and pro- i'm hoping hey simon let me show you where McDonald's is in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) It's around the corner. (laughs) Running through through this interview. But no, to have that hope, and this is the whole Christian message. You know, Jesus came to bring us that hope, to to win us our salvation, to give us heaven, because we we cannot be there without him, without his sacrifice. And the fact that you've got this salvation and, and the assurance, and so have I, I just want people to know that. I just want people to know that it's so important, because... We can dumb it down and we will hear in funerals, oh, they're with God now. And that's not always true. Mm. And we don't do a good job of just assuring everyone they've they've gone to heaven, that their relatives are in heaven. But did they accept Christ and his sacrifice? Because that is the only way. Um, and if you're listening to this, that is the only way that we'll experience this eternal life is through trusting in Jesus's sacrifice on that cross and accepting him and trusting him and, and inviting him in, into our lives as Lord and a saviour, and to, to follow him for the rest of our days. And the fact that that you've got that hope to me is brilliant. And I'm so glad that you're back serving God wholeheartedly. And you're a super busy guy. Uh, you're over in Wales. Then you're going back to do some rehearsals for some some live kid stuff. Yeah, next and you've week. Got yeah. All these other projects, TV stuff you're still doing. Um, and, you know, good luck with it all. And it's going to be incredible. And so make sure now that you keep in touch with All Stars Kids Club. Look out for this new Welsh language yeah, CD. Yeah, totally. That's going to be uh, hard copies and online. First of many. First of many. First I, of many. I hope so. Yeah, definitely. And it's really, really been fun making this, and I've really enjoyed it, and I really think that people are going to engage with it. Even, not just the kids, but the adults as well. I really, really love these songs. <laughs> They're really catchy, good to sing along to, and hopefully will point us to God is what it's all about. It's yeah. not like Simon said at the start, it's not about his ministry, it's not about him, it's not about me. It's about Jesus and pointing people to him, pointing people back to God's love so they know that they love, that they're valued. Um and it, you know, it's a similar ministry to mine in that we're using music just to point people to him, not about the songs. But if they are used to point people to him, then that's why we write them. And you know, there's all these awesome opportunities that come with that, and it's an amazing life to follow Jesus. But yeah. ultimately, it's, it's just about serving him and making him known and glorifying him. So I hope you, I know, I'm sure you'll continue to do that with your ministry. Um, do you know what's next for All Stars Kids Club? What's the, the plan for the next year or two or five? Uh, yeah, praying for a warehouse. Yeah. Uh, a space for studios and recording and creating more content. Um, but also want to... Uh, it's great to have a have a space where we're doing stuff for the world, but also I want to do stuff for the local community as well, the kids around where we live. So um, the dream is to have a warehouse that has studios and recording facilities, but also 
an auditorium to have a children's congregation, youth space for youth ministry, youth worship stuff. Um, and uh, and yeah, just more stuff. So we're doing a Bible story series in multiple languages that's going out after Easter. Uh, there's a cooking, baking through the Bible show for preschoolers we're looking at. Uh, and then we're doing a Saturday morning kind of breakfast TV show for kids. And there's more albums and, and there's just loads of stuff. Amazing. So, so we've got a lot to look forward to. Yes. Yeah, so anybody wants to volunteer and can be part of the <laughs> part of what we're doing, let me know because that'd yeah. be great. Well, um, give, yeah, give Simon a message and I know we'll get back to you because like I say, he'd, he'll talk to anyone, um, <laughs> yeah. which is what I love about you. Uh, and that's amazing. But thank you so much for firstly Thanks, just for, it's been for great. doing this stuff for the Welsh language and for the Welsh language church. It's going to be incredible. Um, thanks for coming over, for driving us around for the last two days. Um, and yeah, just... Uh, look forward to all this coming up so i mean we said we were gonna try and get a little 20 minute interview we've been here nearly an hour really so you, oh dude you need to get home i need to get going so um you're right, gonna, see you later. yeah Bye. You're, you're gonna shoot off now <laughs> but no, thank you so much simon so there we are this is simon parry uh all stars uh kids club anything else you want people to go and check out uh no that's great all stars kids club.com is our website and you can facebook us, instagram yeah, all the social media stuff we're everywhere yeah just say hi and yeah, that's amazing. So I'll see you in a couple of weeks. You You're bet. coming to Kanu. Yep, I'll be so, there. So till then, thank you very much. Thanks, dude. See you soon. So there we go. That brings us to the end of episode four of the Noise Podcast. So just before we do anything else, I just want to say again a big thank you to Simon for coming on. And as I record this, the CD that we talked about, the project we've been working on, is going to be released in less than a week's time. So that's exciting. So make sure you go and listen to that, especially if you are a Welsh speaker, uh, go and check that out. It's called Cariad Maur Du. And I'm sure you can go and find that on all the All Stars Kids Club pages. I'm sure Simon will be posting and updating. And I'll try and post a few things as well to remind you to go and listen to that. Now, people have been asking about this episode like when's the next one coming out after people have listened to the first three and that's really good that people are keen to listen to the next episode I actually did want to upload it slightly sooner than this but you know how things are different things have happened it's the Easter period so it's really busy at the minute and just different things have meant that I've been able to upload it until now but from this point on I'm going to try and make a commitment to release a new episode on the 15th of every month. So like I said in a previous episode, we're going to try and upload once a month. So I'm going to aim for the 15th. So I'm publicly declaring it now. So that means that there's pressure on and I've got that deadline to hit. So hopefully episode five will be out on the 15th of May. So we've got a guest lined up I believe so I hope we can make that happen and so that's that's pressure on now so I've set myself a date and I'm going to try and stick to that every month so you'll know when the next one's coming out so people won't have to keep badgering me like come on now when's the next one when's the next one but at the same time I I'm glad that people are wanting to listen to new episodes so that's really good so that it'll be the 15th of next month and it's like a little mini milestone already episode number five next so that's exciting so until then goodbye for now mm-hmm.